Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's bleav five zero to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and US right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the man who played in the played in professional baseball, also played in the National Football League, the one and only Ed Easy Smith. What is up, my brother? Man, I'm you, you're starting to look real silly with your preseason uh, pick of the Cardinals. <laughs> you know, I, I believed all the way. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to disassociate myself with that. Mess you talked about at the beginning of the year, these nine Man. and two Cardinals. <laughs> Woo, goodness gracious. And we are going to get all into that. The Cardinals are, are nine and two. They're coming off of a bye. So this is, we are, we are uh, in week 13 and I had them at eight and nine. So I definitely am not anywhere near close with our prognostication, but that's one of the things that's interesting because if in the, in the society that we live in, if you, if, if you go against whatever the home team is or, you know, what if, you know, political lines, whatever it is, if you go against whatever that is, then you are labeled as a hater. When I want the Cardinals to do well, even though I'm a Raiders fan, I want the Cardinals to do well partially because they're, you know, Raiders are AFC, Cardinals are NFC. So why not? We can meet up in the Super Bowl. Why not? But I want the market that I, that I cover to, to do well. But when you look at what the, when you look at, what the data says, and again, they don't play games on paper because if they did, the Cardinals would be eight and nine this season. <laughs> but but um, but that's the thing, and so I'm happy to be wrong, man. So it's 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 cool to have two winning franchises in the in the city, and I'm talking about, of course, the Arizona Cardinals, but again, the Phoenix Suns as well. 
Absolutely. You bring up the exactly what I was thinking while you're talking is the, the excitement it brings, like a winning uh, sports team brings to your city. And, you know, we experienced that through the, the summer with our sons. And, you know, they were on one of those what we call magical rides. And, you know, nobody yeah. saw that coming. And just as the Cardinals are 92, I know some people were, you know, f- fans will always give you the, you know, hey, this is our year. And yeah. I do know a couple of people that actually did, you know, even in our position, kind of predict this, but I didn't see it. And as you, you mentioned, Jay, it's exciting. And I want to see the local team do good, you know. And then it's nice to be talking about victories in place of a few years ago when we were in total despair every yes. week, you know, when you know our head coach and quarterback we just drafted. And it was like, oh, my God, this is just horrible to watch. So this yes, is the sir. exact opposite. This is actually a – it excites us. We're we're happy to be covering this team. And, you know, now, you know, as we get into what they've done to this point and what they got moving forward, you know, now we can start to prognosticate a little bit about what the rest of the season slash postseason might look look like. Yeah, so let's take a look back before we take a look ahead. The Cardinals will be playing the going to Chicago, and I want to get your thoughts, of course, on the weather. And uh, as you like to say it, and I've heard people say it after you, they call it that wind that comes off of comes off of the water, the hawk, right? Oh. <laughs> so, so I'm going to talk about that. But let's take a look back. So the Cardinals are 9-2, and two, again, coming off of the bye. Uh, the first game that Cole McCoy played, did did great the second game not so much the third game he redeemed himself uh so i want uh, i want your thoughts on that uh so of course they went up to seattle and played the seattle seahawks and then the the running game and also the defense can we say that this defense is dominant and i, I have a stat that i might throw out to uh, i know we don't do too many stat things here on the show but i got something that i just wanted to throw at you to see if that's something to keep an eye on as we can as we get down the last six games of the season the last six weeks of the season and distractions is there you've been in the locker room so i want your thoughts on you know what's going on with Cliff Kingsbury? Could that be a distraction? And of course, we'll break down. Uh, hope, we'll break down the Bears game and hopefully a return of some healthy as they can be players with uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. But your thoughts on first? Let's, as we again, we, as we take a look back. Your thoughts on um, on on Colt McCoy and how he played and how they came, went up to Seattle and did their thing. You know that after that debacle with Carolina coming in here, you know I was a little down on the team. I. You know, I felt like we let one get away, and it was, you know, the the, the fear of, hey, if we let a couple more of these slip, you know, w- will we be all of a sudden self-doubting ourselves, you mean, as an organization? And they went up to Seattle, and we all know we're, we're you know, we can look back on last night's game, Seattle over in Washington. They are a shell of themselves at this point. But still, to go up to Seattle and win that game as convincingly as they did, and, you know, McCoy redeemed himself. You know, 35 out of 44, not really fond of the number of times he dropped back to throw the ball and put it in the air. I would have rather seen a little, you know, reversal of that uh, game planning. But sometimes you do what you have to do to make things happen. And they went up there. You know, he uh, didn't turn the ball over, no no INTs. We ran the ball somewhat effectively, ended up pulling out a 23-13 to 13 victory when you and I both kind of figured with, you know, Kyler being a game-time decision, once again, you know, probably mm-hmm. not going to play. Uh, team would could have gone up there, laid down, let another one slip, but they didn't. I love the way they went up there, controlled that game from start to finish. Russell, like I said, he doesn't look 
healthy, if you ask me. But we didn't have we didn't give them any excuses. Meaning we didn't go up there and play bad and allow them to stay in the game. We went up there, won that game, got out of there with a victory. And this is what I like the most, Jay. Remember at the beginning of the year, we were talking about man bye week and week twelve. Oh yeah. my holy goodness, right? Man, you get to the bye week at nine and two. And you finally get that bye week, and now the home stretch of six to go. But now you, you know, there are teams. Remember who had their bye weeks in the first four or five weeks of the season. Those are long gone. Now you got the long stretch haul to to get to the finish line. The Cardinals made it to their bye at nine and two, a spot that we thought, at least I thought, I'll be all forthcoming. Yeah, me me I too. thought this could be the week where things are really bad, and they're considering a coaching change because you know. And, man, you look around, it's the exact opposite. Uh, you know, and this is minus Kyler Murray for three games. Mm-hmm. Kingsbury, in my opinion, looks more and more like the dude, meaning how he's handling this team, what he's putting out there as far as a product, and how he's leading these guys to getting them to believe in what he has planned, both sides of the ball, uh, coaches included. And I'm really impressed with where they are right now. And they were, in my opinion, they were the big winners even not playing the game this past week because we saw what happened to the Rams. We mm-hmm. saw what Seattle's in the in the, the dumpster right now. San Francisco is the only team I would say is playing really well right now. But as far as I'm – if I can remember correctly, we're done with them, aren't we? I believe so, yeah. We, played, we played them yes. twice early. We played them twice, yep. So yep. we don't have to see them again. Now, if we do see them, it'll be in the playoffs. But like I said, we, we gained position – we gained on the Rams, who I think is our the biggest competition within this division – Here's San Francisco come, but we gained on the Rams. Anytime you can put more distance between yourself and them, as as along with Dallas losing, mm-hmm. uh, Green Bay's obviously still there right on the table. We're sitting at the number one seed. We going into week thirteen. This is no, uh, yes, no week thirteen. 13. And who would have thought that months ago? You know, so yeah. like I said, Carlos will really impressed me to this point. And uh, man, like I said, this has been a great season so far for them. So I want to get on the the defense a little bit. So I mentioned so the defense. Uh, so what was the final score of that game? Just bear with me. So the yeah, so it was twenty three thirteen. And so of course the defense, you know, acquitted themselves quite well, um, getting to the quarterback, causing some causing some pressures and, and whatnot. But one of the things there's a there's a stat here. So I'm going to NFL.com and going to stats. And so the Cardinals, when it comes to yards per carry that they're giving up in terms of rush, okay, of course with carry four point seven. So that's one, two, three, fourth. That's three fourth worst in the National Football League. Given the fact that we know that they're nine and two, and that this defense has been doing a great job, and oftentimes when um, you know that it, the stat can, if a game is close, and of course the team is going to run the ball, et cetera. So we know a lot of the strategy strategy that's involved. But recently, recent sample size, we've had some teams, for example, a Green Bay that really tried to take advantage of that weakness, that perceived weakness in the, uh, in the Suns, in the Cardinals' defense. Is that something to worry about as we get into as we get into this final stretch of the season? Because, again, if you think about going to these cold weather, going to the cold weather cities, um, I think the Cardinals, they'll be going to, let me see, the, of course they're going to Chicago. Uh, Chicago. And if I'm looking at the schedule here, going to Chicago, they're going, they'll, obviously when they go to Dallas, that doesn't count. Indianapolis doesn't count. Detroit doesn't count. So, I mean, heck, do they really have to worry about that if if a, if a team doesn't have to focus on trying to run the ball to try to uh, to try to because of the cold weather factor? Are you concerned about that four point seven yards per carry on the defensive end of the ball? I'm concerned, but it's one of those situations, Jay. It's almost like 
the Cardinals have become very good at bend but not break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being nine and two, you are what your record says you are, and they've overcome some of those insufficiencies in the run defense to this point. What happens though is, you know, it's, it's fine and dandy during the regular season. You can lose one and come back to win and fight or fight another day. When you get to the playoffs, that's when your blemishes are even more glaring. And that's yeah. when teams will focus. Cause now you got to remember, once you get into the playoffs, it's win or go home. I've been there before. And it's like, like I said, it's like two rabid dogs. You throw a piece of flesh into the middle of the ring and whichever dog is the hungriest is going to go get it. The other one is going to either go home starving or he ain't going home anyway because he's going to be laying there with holes in his neck, right? Right, right. The, the, the playoffs are a different monster altogether. And that's, what, you know, regular season, you see it all the time. Teams, well, you know, we just have to bounce back from this. Well, in the playoffs, bounce back means we'll see you next year, right? Mm. So mm. these glaring holes that we see right now in terms of the run defense, we can get away with it here. We might lose a game. We might, you know, what we're going to have to do is shore that up because you got to also remember, in the postseason, you're not playing the Houston Texans or the Giants and Jets and teams like that. You're playing the best of the best, the teams that qualify for the tournament. And those coordinators, everybody knows, you know, where we've scouted, we've seen, we know how we're going to attack them. Those are the things that as you get closer to the re- end of the regular season, and this is why you a team like uh, uh, the Patriots, you hear this all the time about the first month of the season for Belichick, that's still kind of – preseason for him he's not really concerned about wins and losses he's trying to formulate the long-term plan see what works what doesn't you know what's you know what we can use maybe even not necessarily in october november but we tried a couple things in september that hey this might be really good for down the line and what we have to start thinking about for ourselves is okay you all you always want to take it one game at a time but you also start to start thinking if we do extend it that's why they do um, scouting isn't one week to week, Jay. They scout three or four weeks out of the time. Okay. And that's, and I'm talking in both directions. They'll go back and look at your tendencies. And then they'll look at what you're doing or potentially doing in the future as well. So teams are going to look and they're going to see what the Cardinals are good and bad at. They're going to try to take away our good and try to emphasize on our bad. And our bad has obviously been the run defense. Now, you know, do we have a plan to shore that up? Could we possibly get – you know, Wonder Boy back at the end of the year as they keep kind of hinting at he's not done for the year, you know. Okay, so basically we just get a rental of J.J. Watt because he's, you know, he'll keep us interested all the way to the end if he comes back. Maybe he is that plug we need in the middle. But I guess you meant you bring up a great point. It has been a flaw and an insufficiency. Uh, how, how we get through the rest of the regular season will be almost a precursor for how teams are going to attack us in the postseason if we're fortunate enough to get there. Now, one thing before we before we pivot and get into this uh this Bears game and maybe who will or won't be maybe coming off of uh come off coming off the injury list here is you did mention that one of the things that when you mentioned it and I agree with you that we thought at the bye there would be some type of uh some type of chatter about Cliff Kingsbury and you weren't totally wrong because Lincoln Riley decides to leave uh Oklahoma Oklahoma to go to USC and so that opening, and of course now there, people throw out the speculation. Who knows? Maybe it was Cliff Kingberry, Cliff Kingberry's uh, a- agent that was trying to put that in there to get him paid or something like that. Does does something like that? Can that become a a a uh, um, distraction? Distraction. Or... Thank you. Can that become a distraction? It can if it's a, if it's 
if, if the chatter from the inside gets louder. And, you know, the, the crazy part is, you know, when this all happened, when Lincoln Riley took the USC job, then obviously Kingsbury's name gets thrown out there. And then I found out a fact today, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kingsbury's contract only is good through the end of this year. So <clears> as far as I know, I don't think he is – you know, I don't think he has – and that's one of the things I'm thinking, you know, if that's the truth, man, the Cardinals better get on top of this. And in saying that, they better pay this man because he's obviously proven that he's, at least in this one shot, he's doing a pretty good job this year. You don't want his agent out there sniffing around uh, for other opportunities. One, it drives your bargaining price up because if others are interested, now all of a sudden you're competing against them for his affections. And the other is, I mean, you want to make sure you compensate him so he's not looking around at McVeigh's and Shanahan's people in his own division who are making, you know, twice the money he is. And the, we also have to remember Kingsbury came from the college ranks. He was a losing coach in college. They weren't throwing buckets of money at him to come take this job. And we all know that the Arizona teams in general, we are not the most uh, uh, generous with our contract, uh, you know, paying contracts, whether it's players or coaches. I will say this much. You better go out there if you have a long-term plan to keep him here. You better go ahead and handle that business so you're not worrying about him being interested in any of those other jobs. If you got him locked up, well, he say if you put that ring on that finger, you don't have to worry about nothing. But if you, you know, you send her out there and she ain't got no ring on her finger, ain't got no contract, that means she's free agent, you know. So the, 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 they better be as smart as they can about locking this dude down long term if they really uh, try value his or what he's done to this point. Sometimes you throw. Sometimes you you throw me the alley oop, and you don't even know it. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Say goodbye to dull gifts. Light box lab grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. <laughs> Using cutting edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab grown diamonds you can find at a light price. per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in the lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off and price so they won't have to. They they, uh, really do make an outfit sparkle. So visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So let us transition to this game in Chicago against the the Chicago Bears. Will we see, will we see the return of DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray? I don't know about Hopkins, but I'm thinking that Kyler Murray, and then also don't forget the left guard, what is it, Justin Pugh, he hasn't been playing for for the last three games as well. So what's your anticipation, or what do you think about trying to get this, getting these last six weeks to try to get things, uh, to reincorporate some of those pieces that are so integral to this 9-2 and start? Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm Kyler Murray and I'm watching my team go out and be 2-1 and without me, um, you know, and, and remember before he went down, there was all this talk about MVP league and this, that, and the other thing, you know, well, you yeah. start missing games, you're up to three games missed right now. You kind of, you know, without, and you know, you injury is, is what it is, but you kind of take yourself out of that race, you know, unless you, for the last six games, you go out and do something that's just unbelievable. But, you know, with what, uh, Colt has done 
I think he might lit, you know, hopefully he's lit a, a little bit of a fire under Murray when he comes back. He's already played really well this season. But like I said, nobody wants in their absence to feel like, hey, maybe we can do this without him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and as a starting franchise quarterback, you definitely don't want to see that. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, a little inspiration has been given to Kyler. Now, you know, we don't want him coming back too soon. So yeah. I applaud Kingsbury and the staff for being smart about it. And you think about it, Jay, we're playing with house money. You get two out of three wins with your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback sitting on the sideline, and then a bye week. Man, I mean, you're playing with house money now in terms of, you know, what you accomplished and what it could have been. Think how different things would have been if we didn't have a competent Colt back there and you end up going 0-3 in that period, you know. So I think the confidence they showed in Colt was good, was good, but it's now time for, in my opinion, unless this injury was a whole lot worse than we were led to believe, it's time for Kyler to 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 take the jacket off and put the shoulder pads back on and get out there. And we'll see, we'll monitor his practice through the week. It's only Tuesday. Uh Wednesday and Thursday will be real important. Just like we've monitored all the last three plus weeks, every week when it was no practice Wednesday, no practice Thursday. Light practice Friday, game time decision. If they start talking that again, man, I'm going to anticipate seeing Colt again or this coming Sunday. But if he gets in there and he gets moving around, all bets are and, you know, looks are that he'll get back in the lineup. As far as D-Hop, we might mm-hmm. not know till game time decision anyway because he don't practice regardless. True. He doesn't when, – when – what week this year has he put in a full week of practice? We've known he's sat, you know, so right. – I think with D-Hop, it's just going to be – it'll be a mystery. We won't know how good he feels. Only the training staff and coaches, and they'll lead us maybe with a quote here and there. But we might not find out till Sunday, literally, as far as D-Hop. And, you know, like I said, that's just because he doesn't practice most of the weeks anyway. If he is back in there, he's another one. I hope he's 100% because we talked about them hamstrings and those soft issues, tissues, bro. They're the hardest to get. Once – when you're finally ready to go 100%, Mm-hmm. You know it. If you're 90%, that thing is still tweakable. I've been there before when, man, I thought, hey, this is really feeling good. I Boop, and you're back out for another two, three weeks. So with, with D-Hop, I hope they realize that injury is a tricky one. If we need this, even through a bye week, if we have need to sit him again, you know, and that's maybe just what you have to do. But I anticipate seeing Murray. Uh, I, would, I would hope that after all this time, D-Hop is ready to go as well. But we'll, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. So if I threw out this to you when we're looking at the the the, the Chicago Bears uh, facing the 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 Arizona Cardinals four point three. So we talked about the Cardinals at four point seven with the with the yards per carry that they're giving up, but the the Chicago Bears are four point three yards per carry. If I do, the Cardinals need a hundred plus yards rushing in this one. And the reason I ask is because if you look at the last couple of games, so if we look at, for example, against the Seahawks, the uh, total rush is 95, 95 yards against the Panthers. It was 65. That was a debacle, but 163 yards rushing against the San Francisco, um, against the San Francisco 49ers. Do the Cardinals need to establish that running game, especially being on the, being on the road? Bro, I, I don't care what game plan you have. In my opinion, in the NFL, you know, I know some teams abandon it quickly, but I think the Cardinals are a team that every single week need to work on and plan on having a run game that will not only complement the passing game, but can sometimes carry the, the, the offense. 
Right. I don't think the Cardinals are a team that should any week walk into a game thinking we're planning on throwing the ball 45, 50 times. When they do mm-hmm. that, which they did and got away with this past uh, game against uh, Seattle, I cringe when I see it. I look at the statistics and I'm like, I just don't – I mentioned it earlier. I don't like when I see that. I like when I see more balance in this offense. And in my opinion, every week they should be just prepared to go in and at least attempt to punch somebody in the mouth. Because that's what they did when they went out to San Francisco that one week. They went out there, and that was just total domination. And here's the thing, too, Jay. Teams, you look like styles win fights sometimes. Right. Like that's an old saying. When you yep. watch a team, when like if you're a football guy, I've been on rosters before. When you go in to watch the tape on Monday, and say if you're the victor in this one, man, we put it to them, meaning we dominated the line of scrimmage. It was nothing fancy about this game. We literally walked up, punched them in the mouth, ran the ball when we wanted to. They knew we were running. We still ran it. They couldn't stop us. There is nothing like those type of meetings. Hmm. On the flip side, there's no, like, when you knew you got your blank handed to you, right? you're like, man, we, we didn't even compete. We we just got our behinds just whooped. And there's something about that. And I, for teams that have that kind of philosophy or mentality, the toughness and they go go out there and run the ball and then complement it with the pass and do everything. And I, here's the thing. I don't mean you have to be all, you know, Hey, we're going to line up. We're just going to run down your throat. There's all kinds of creative ways to run the ball, whether it's under center jet sweeps, uh, try to get outside, uh, maybe some draws, screens, all that kind of stuff. There are all kinds of ways to accomplish that. I think the Cardinals should always have that in there, not just in their tool bag, but on the top of it, where that's the first thing you reach for. You can't always be reaching for, hey, let's just drop Kyler back and sprint him out and throw the ball 35, 40 times. I think the first thing they should reach for, let's test this off this defensive front. We're going to try to run, establish that, then everything else will be good after that. And as you bring up, especially when you're going over some of these cold weather games and hands are going to be cold and curled up and frozen and, you know, while you're out there on the field, it's going to be tough. You're going to be looking over there and the dude's, sitting on the heated seats, and, you know, they're jealous that they're over there all warm and toasty and everything like that. <laughs> and that's something to get in your mind. If you have a philosophy, though, when you're going out there with that workman-type uh, mentality and you, we're going to run this ball, we're going to be physical, like I said, that can take away from all the we have to be fancy out here and cute and all that kind of stuff. So if we look at this, so I want to definitely want to get your thoughts on your how you think this game will play out. But if we look at this, right, so the, the Cardinals are fortunate that, yeah, they're going to a couple of cold weather cities, meaning a Detroit and then, uh, and then going to Indy, but they're playing in the domes there. Mm-hmm. And so they, and then they don't have to come back, go to Seattle again to play in a rainy, wet atmosphere. So when we look at the, the last six games, including the Bears, what is, given where they are now, given what they've shown us that they can be and are capable of and sometimes how where they can fall short what is what is a good record in this last six weeks that that would give you confidence because we have to think we we have to assume if it's if they don't make the playoffs and that's a colossal that, that that's just failure they, 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 colossal failure but so what what is a good record for you uh in the final six weeks i'm saying four and two what do you what are you thinking i couldn't agree with you more uh jay i'm looking at the schedule Four and two would be acceptable. Five and one would be uh, amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, you look at a team like the Bears with their just total dysfunction right now. Reports that they were going to fire uh, Nagy after the Thursday game, even though he'd won the week before. 
you know, there's all this turmoil there. You got a rookie quarterback that might be in the lineup, or you could get the Andy Dalton again. You got to win that game. You look at Detroit, you can't lose to a team that has a tie as their only celebration this year. Uh, Indianapolis, I think we can go over there and beat them. You know, and then with the Seahawks to finish that one up, they're at a point now where they might be in that last game, Jay, and Russell Wilson might already have his locker packed up. I guarantee mm-hmm. you if they're 3-14 and 14 or 12 or whatever it is at that time because that's how bad they look right now, he's, they'll, they'll be inclined to let him get a little rest because, you know, I don't see them throwing their franchise quarterback out there in that situation. So, you know, the other tough, the, the toughest game on this schedule to me uh, will obviously be at Dallas, and then you got the Rams coming here scuffling, uh, so they'll be like a desperate dog as well. But if we came away four and two, and that would that would put us at uh, thirteen and four on the season. <laughs> I'm doing a little golf right now for anybody who can't. You know, like I said, I, I would look like a fool. I'll be the first one to put my hat on and tell you I got the dunce hat on right now because I didn't see this coming. But that would be acceptable. Now, high achievers, OJ. Yeah. I, hey, if you're in that locker room, you're like, look, let's just take it one at a time. Yeah. Our goal is to get six out of six. But, you know, like I said, it'd be acceptable to come up short at least, you know, maybe a couple times. All right. So I know you you said that the you, you're thinking that the, the Cardinals should be victorious over the Bears. I think so as well. I think that this should be if, – I think if, if Kyler Murray does come back in this game – and if they're, I, I would think it would should be maybe a slightly lower scoring game, just because it, again, I would want to establish that run. I, I think James Conner has done a really good job in terms, especially when he's near, when he's uh, in the in the red zone and and near the goal line, and he's getting all those touchdowns. But I would want to see at least, I want to say at least 120 yards rushing from the from the Cardinals this week collectively. I don't care how they get there, but the, to get to to get past that century mark. Um, Thinking maybe I don't know maybe 20, 2013, just because it'll be just because it'll be kind of a drag out type of thing. But what are you thinking, man? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the same with you, and I, I love what you you brought up numbers as far as your goal for. We used to some certain teams I was on. We used to set rushing goals. You okay, know, we want to get in that. I think that's important. You don't just go in and say, "Hey, let's see what we can get." You know, you try to set a goal for. We want to make sure we get this many yards on the ground. And I think that's a great way to look at it. I'm with you. I think it's to go in, establish the run. Don't, and here's the thing. Don't get cute. It's the Bears. They're four and seven, struggling. Uh, you might get the red rifle and Andy Dalton, uh, or you could get the young rookie. We don't know yet. But don't get cute going in there. This is nobody to play with. The Bears just as easily could smack you in the mouth just like you did uh, San Francisco a few weeks ago. Don't get cute. Go in there with a great game plan. Run the ball. I'll come out there with a victory. I'm looking the same as you. I'm looking like 24 to, I say 10, because I don't have any faith. But what the Bears just put up 16 on the Lions yeah. in a pitiful effort this past week. So, yeah, I mean, it could be a, a game that we take control of early and cruise to victory uh, in the end. All right, that's what's up. So he is, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, my name is Javon Adams, and we bring this to you every week. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals here on in the Believe Networks. And until next time, this has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals presented by Bet Online, as we always like to say around this time. Are you kidding? Until next week, be easy out there. We'll see you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.